What's up, everybody? You are now listening to the In Love with Horror podcast. We are your hosts. I'm AJ. And I'm Christy. Join us for a love affair with all things horror as we explore the world of horror films, games, and everything in between. Now, today, y'all will be discussing our top 10 horror movies and reviewing the second episode of season two of the show from over on MGM+. Plus. Now, for our top 10 uh, horror movies, I just want to kind of preface this a little bit because I don't want anybody coming for us in, in like <laughs> the comments or online or anything like that, that we, we kind of we decided to do this on a, on, a, on a whim just to go over like, like real surface level, like if you can rattle off like a top 10 of horror movies. So, you know, it's not an end all be all list. It's kind of like, you know, what comes to mind just off the top, you know, for a top 10. We might go back and revisit this top 10 with uh, a little bit more in-depth analysis and thought and whatnot. But, you know, just off the top, like this is kind of what, what we're thinking for, you know, each of our top 10. So the way it'll go is we'll start at uh, number 10 and then we'll each give our number 10 and then work our way down all the way to number one. So get ready to join us and let's jump in to the In Love with Horror podcast. All right. So do you want, you want me to go first? Or you want to go first? You can go first, Boo. All right, I'll go first. Okay, so starting us off with number 10 for me is actually the Paranormal Activity movie, the first one. Mm. And uh, and yeah, so I decided to, to pick this one because, you know, to me, it was, it was a very special and unique movie because it really re-kicked off that, like, s- somewhat real-looking found footage style of movie. You know, mm. obviously, like, you know Blair Witch, and I'm sure there was others before. There might have been something before Blair Witch too, but Blair Witch is the most popular one that comes to my mind. You know, being this found footage style. But I feel like Paranormal Activity really brought it into the modern age, and then from there, like you know, it kind of took off, and people were running wild with it. But mm-hmm. you know, my list is movies that I thought were good, but then also like scared me like pretty pretty effectively in a way. And I will say that Paranormal Activity, while it's not perfect, like it definitely scared me. The atmosphere, the environment, the special effects, you know, the, the way they, uh, for the budget that it had, the way they, you know, worked out some of the special effects, I thought it was actually like really good. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, the, I feel like it's paced very well. Like, you know, the, the structure of it, like feeling like this, you know, documentary style and like everything about it just felt good. I felt the characters were, were believable. You know, even the reason why, um, I think it was, is it Micah or Micah? I can't remember, can't remember all the time, but the reason why he had the camera and was always carrying it around. Like, I felt like everything just felt, you know, some, somewhat believable to the point where I think people were just like Blair Witch questioning whether this was, whether this was real or not. But ultimately it was just those, that, that built up of the scares, man, you know, each night, you know, stuff starting off light to where you get to the end of the movie and shit is just getting crazy. Um, Paranormal Activities for me was just a very uh, special movie that for me kicked off uh, my love of found footage for sure. Uh, yeah, what do you think about Paranormal Activity? Um, so I'm not a fan of Paranormal Activities, but uh, I understand why you are a fan of paranormal activity <laughs> uh but me personally no I, I didn't like the movies they they were scary but i think maybe that's why right because they were more like real ish mm-hmm. they the way they presented it right like this could be 
this could actually be happening. Mm-hmm. Um, so maybe that's why I didn't, I didn't like them that much. Yeah, yeah. You don't like the demonic stuff. <laughs> no, I no. do not. But yeah, that, that's my number 10. What, what is, what's your number 10, baby? So my number 10, <laughs> don't laugh at me, is <laughs> Amityville Horror from 2005. <laughs> oh, yeah. You do like that one a lot for some reason. I do. I don't know why, but I do love that movie. Like, I don't know. I, I was, when I was actually, okay. So what I did was I sat down and looked at all, like one of those lists with like hundreds of different movies and yeah. i really i've watched a lot of horror movies in the, like in my 30 years of life and i've always loved it and it's weird because i never realized i loved it until like the past few years or whatever right and so um i remember watching emmanville horror in the movie theater with my mom and uh, this boy I liked at school. <laughs> so she came with us. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, I don't know. When I watched it in the theater, it was just really good. I just loved it. I liked the scares. I loved the way it looked. I loved the story. The plot was just really good. Even though it's been done before, obviously it's a remake movie, but I don't know. That was my first time seeing it. Um, um, seeing the Eminemville horror movie. But right. uh I don't know. I just loved it. So it's number 10 because I know it's not like a great movie, but I do have a, a you know, an attachment to the film. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think Amityville Horror is like, it's super bad. You know, it's got, it's got well, some effective let, stuff to it. Let I the mean, world tell you they, it's a bad movie. Yeah. <laughs> and then obviously, you know, it's being based off a uh, true story and stuff like yeah, that. Like, right, yeah. Right. Yeah. It's got that element of, of creepiness to it. So, I mean, I get it. I get it. And plus, you got that nostalgia aspect for it. So, yeah, I think, yeah, that's a big key. That's why, well, that's why it's a little, a little on my list because it's not like, uh, like you were saying, it's not a perfect right. horror film, but I got a connection to it. Okay. Okay. What so did you think your... about it? Did you remember Amityville watching it? Um, I don't remember super good. I mean, I remember kind of like uh, certain aspects of it, like the thing that was like haunting him and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I can't remember it like fully. Okay. Yeah. 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 That's a good it's, one. It, I remember. Yeah. It very well. It's not a movie that I've gone back and revisited very, very much, yeah. if at all. So I just got yeah. kind of vague images of like, you know, like dreams of killing this, killing his family and stuff like that. So, yeah. Um, you know, like I said, definitely like some shock and awe type moments, but um, that's about all I can remember, really. Okay. All right. So moving, so on moving to on. number nine. Yeah, number nine, y'all. Uh, now speaking of nostalgia, my number nine is the descent. Oh, now, baby! Oh yeah. yeah. Guess what my number nine is, y'all? What? The descent. Oh snap! <laughs> okay, that's cool. We got the yeah. same number nine. Wow. So that's yeah, crazy. I don't even think I, I don't think I mentioned it to to the audience, but yeah, we we actually haven't showing each other our lists so no like, you know this is all we're, we're hearing it the first time from each other just like y'all hearing it um okay cool yeah man the descent that's crazy that's man that's a good movie right there that movie is creepy and then you know we were both young when we watched it so like it had that uh you know it just had that like that i don't know just that additional scare factor and then it's claustrophobic you know then being in the in these um in these caves and just something about that like tight spaces and then the unknown like these creatures in this cave but they they never truly see them they can come out of nowhere and 
you know, they're trying to traverse all the, you know, the, the rough terrain and the gaps and all that stuff. Man, it's just a, it's just a creepy, well done movie where a lot of things can go wrong on top of the creatures, just, you know, the you know, climbing accidents and stuff like that. But the, the atmosphere and everything, it's just a creepy ass movie. Yeah. Um, I had actually that very same year, like after this um, movie had came out, went on like this caving trip <laughs> with some people from school. And okay, so there there's a place in Virginia called Lavray Caverns, which is like it's a tourist spot, mm-hmm. and so it's it's a very open cave. And so when I assumed that when we were gonna go to a cave. That's what I was assuming the type of cave we were going to be going to, but it was not, it was literally this hole in the side of this hill. And they were like, we're going into this hole. (laughs) And I was like, what? Have y'all seen the movie? Did it see it? (laughs) I'm like, I do not want to go in there, but it was like that. I was scared the whole time, the whole entire time. Cause I was thinking about was this movie. Yeah, that movie came out at the perfect time for you then. Yeah, no, it did not. (laughs) You you was experiencing it in real life. Yeah, but didn't this movie have like alternate endings? Yeah, I believe it did, actually. Yeah, it did. I don't don't remember remember. what the alternate is. Yeah, I can't remember what the alternate ending is either, but I I watched, I had this this film on DVD. Like, I really like this movie. (laughs) Yeah, because it's it's a good one. And I know they made a sequel, but I'm pretty, I never watched it, but I heard it's pretty trash. I, I watched it. I watched the sequel, and it was trash. Yeah, it was nowhere near the original one. But I, yeah, I feel like the movie. descent is like a very unexpected hit. Like mm-hmm. I feel like mm-hmm. at its at, at, from like at the surface level, you, if you just hear what it's about, um, you know, you're you're like, oh, like that is that don't really sound like nothing. But then you watch it. And you like you know yeah. you like the characters and everything that's going on. Yeah, um, right, it's, yeah. it's really good. Um, for those who haven't, uh, and maybe, well, I guess we'll start doing that just in case people haven't heard of some of these movies. But uh, just in case you you don't know what the Descent is, it's a movie that came out, I believe, back in like the early two thousands, and uh, it's basically yep. about a group of women who, uh, you know, go into the cave because they're like cave divers, and they end up getting you know stuck in there and tr- got to find a way out. And there's these creatures that are in there that are kind of lurking in the darkness and everything kind of plays out from there. But it's mm-hmm. a really, really good movie. Okay. You know what? The alternate yeah. ending was in the movie, she make it out, makes it out of the cave, the okay, last yeah. girl does. But in the alternate ending, she thinks she makes, makes it out, but she doesn't. The oh. monster gets her. That's what happens. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And that, you wouldn't have liked that in it because you don't like the, no, the no. negative ones. Yeah, <laughs> don't nobody make it. I need some kind of help happily right. ever after. <laughs> yep. Yep. All right. Well, cool. Number We're eight. going right to the number eight thing. We had to hit we had the same number nine. So I'll start with my number eight. Uh, okay. uh taking it back even further. Okay. Nineteen seventy nine. Oh. The first alien. Oh my number okay. eight. Yeah. Nice. Um this is just a sci fi horror classic right here um i'm a big fan of alien and a lot of the subsequent sequels uh and there's just something about that like, this is kind of another like claustrophobic one you know where they're all stuck on a ship and then there's a you know a creature on board that's stalking them 
and you know who's a, a basically like a higher being than them right where they can it can move fast and it you know it's got these you know extra abilities right like the acidic blood that could spit on you it's got you know this tail that can you know spike through you and it can lurk in the in the you know vent ways and stuff like that um so it, it just had this very creepy sci-fi atmosphere to it and it, it's like that 70s sci-fi style that very like analog style the super dope and you know it was um this is one of those ones where you know it's got the the badass female with sigourney weaver and all the performances are great i love the characters uh and it's just a, it's just a it's just a good classic timeless movie you can still watch this movie to the to this day and it's still very effective and it's it's eeriness and it's the the unknown about it the the mysticness about it like it's just it's just dope i, I love this movie and it's very iconic the, i feel like the the xenomorph is a very you know iconic creature at this point um mm-hmm. you know i remember yeah, you and the kids that got me uh you know a figurine mm-hmm. for I was, I was just about to say Father's that. Day. Yeah, it I can't was like remember. Father's Day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I'm a, I'm a big fan. I like but the you... Alien movies. Yeah. Um, I think my favorite Alien movie is the one with um. Never mind, because I can't remember her name. I'm having a brain freeze. I don't. I can't remember her name. Oh, I'm you're talking about Alien versus Predator. Alien versus Predator. I like it's that one a lot. Dang, what's her name? Nah, it's Annihilate then. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I like that movie a lot. <laughs> actually, yeah, I actually like the movie a lot too. But a lot of people who are like hardcore Predator and Alien fans, like they don't oh, like Oh, they it. didn't like that one? Oh. But okay. I thought it was good. I liked the movie a lot. That movie was cool okay. to me. Like yeah. aliens and predators fighting. Like that, that right. I thought it was dope. <laughs> yeah. Um, I like the cat in the Alien movie. He, mm-hmm. he, he made it out. He made it out, man. <laughs> yep. That thing made it out. <laughs> um, yeah but i also like uh weavers her character like the way she you know her acting her character mm-hmm. and i like i love her and that movie as well so yeah yeah aliens aliens is one of those this this is one of those like masterpiece classics man and people know the name you know the character ellen ripley mm-hmm. like um, and then, you know, it's, it's spawned so many other things and like video games and stuff like that. And, um, it's just, it's just a great legendary movie. Like, but that's why it's got to go on my list as uh as number eight, but what's your number eight, baby? <laughs> I feel like everybody's going to laugh at everything I say. <laughs> Let's talk about what you like, you know, that's all it is. All right. My number eight is Ghost Ship. <laughs> oh. I remember. I forgot about that movie. I do remember. It's such a good movie. It all it kind of reminds me of The Shining in a way because of the way that like the spirits kind of like mess with the people's minds. But that opening scene on there is like crazy with the the string and how it like cuts across. I don't know if you remember, but it cuts across like the entire ship. Oh, um, everyone's like standing still for like five seconds and the next thing you know all these bodies drop it's Mm -hmm. crazy i love that scene um but yeah that's my number eight so so basically it's just about this like empty vessel that was floating in these international waters and this crew of people they like salvaged them for like money and they went up there trying to you know figure out 
what's going on with the ship and they realize it's haunted with all these other spirits and some other stuff was going on in the background as well but it was good i liked it <laughs> yeah I, I i remember being like I, I remember i remember liking ghost ship and i think you know you mentioned the shining and i think it even has a scene similar to the shining because i believe there's a scene that kind of mimics it with uh mm-hmm. a ghostly woman that that you know that appears is like you know, yeah like a, a beautiful young woman and stuff like that so yeah it definitely mm-hmm. pulled you know from the the classics for sure yeah that was a good one okay okay so ghost ship for number eight all right so yeah. moving on to number seven uh my number seven taking it back you know bringing it back to the modern era is hereditary okay. um i knew this was gonna be on your list somewhere <laughs> oh yeah because it's gotta be hereditary is just one of those like I feel like it, I feel like it's going to become like, you know, uh, many years from now, many decades from now, it's going to be, you know, be considered uh, a classic, you know, of course, um, hereditary being made by Ari Oster. And, you know, it's about this family who has some tor- a lot of tor- turmoil things that, that they go through and then some supernatural things start happening. And it's very much a family drama at the same time as being a, uh, you know, a horror supernatural movie as well. Um, I don't need, I won't even give too much more away than that. Cause it's, it's definitely a movie you just got to experience and just like take it on as it, as it hits you in the face. Um, but this movie is, it's incredible. It's got, it's got everything. I feel like that not only makes a good horror movie, but just makes a good movie in general. Like the, 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 the score, the audio, the, the visual elements, the performances are like super top notch. Um, and you know, it's got my favorite thing, lore. It's got some lore in there. <laughs> I'm gonna make you uh, a t-shirt that says lore on there. Yeah, this is a, gotta make a t-shirt that says all about the lore. It's all um, about the lore. <laughs> yeah, and, and ultimately, it's just eerie and and creepy, and mm-hmm. has such a it has a great ending. And uh, I'm pretty much a fan of a lot of Ari Aster's work. I actually haven't watched his uh um his latest movie yet the uh the bow the bow is afraid movie. I haven't wa- I haven't watched that one yet and it's in theaters now but uh but hereditary I I'm telling you right now that's that's a that's a masterpiece it's a classic and like we'll be speaking of that like how we speak of you know things like the exorcist and the shining you know many decades to come um what do you think about uh, hereditary I actually don't remember Hereditary all that much. Like, I don't remember the plot of it. I only remember, like, that one scene. <laughs> the scene that everybody remembers. Yeah. <laughs> no. So I don't, I don't really remember it that well. So I guess it wasn't memorable for me. <laughs> okay. Well, at least, it got, at least it has one scene that's unforgettable. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no. Exactly. And, um, and I don't know if you can remember this, baby, but um ari oster is also the person that did that short film way back in the early 2000s called the strange thing about the johnsons do you remember that with the oh. black family and the and the, the teenage boy and, wow of course yeah, he would make something the crazy guy. then gotcha yeah. that yeah. was a crazy for 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 oh our listeners uh, ari oster d- directed this uh short film i think he might have still been in like a like a film program or something i don't know but i think it was mm-hmm. from 2011 i think you can find it on youtube or something like that but it's called the strange thing about the johnsons and i'm not <laughs> even gonna tell you what it's about 
it's weird <laughs> if you know if you like Ari Aster and you you like all the weird stuff it is very weird and it's very yeah. unconventional and you will never see anything ever like it i was yeah. so shocked watching yeah that. I was just it like, is, what? it's it's really good cuz it's really crazy <laughs> so make sure y'all y'all go look that up if you never seen it um but yeah that's that's my number 7 what's what's your number 7 baby all right, so my number seven, this was hard because I start getting a little bit higher. It gets a little bit harder to oh, yeah. pick, but I put Hellraiser for my number seven. Okay. Um, I do enjoy the the Hellraiser you know, like universe, like the way the Cenobites look like super cool, but these movies are like heavy, right? I don't know. They're not like, you know. They're not like Freddy movies. I don't know, <laughs> but they're really good. Like the the plots are really interesting. Like having like a puzzle box and trying to you're thinking things are going to go one way for you, but they definitely don't go the way you want them to go, and you just can't escape yep. type of thing. Um, I don't know, but they're some gory goriness to them. Uh, I think it's just like the right amount of goriness. It's not like insane goriness. So right. I like that. Uh, these are, I think, the Hellraiser movies are like my, um, like a classic version of like Saw films in a way. Mm-hmm. As far as like the goriness is concerned. Um, but yeah, I, I really enjoyed the Hellraiser. I, well, I will say I really like the Cinebites. <laughs> yeah, the Cinebites are just weird and creepy, and that, yeah, that movie is very like gross and it's got good special effects it's got some really good special effects and they and they hold up really really well like watch Mm -hmm. this movie right now and you wouldn't be like oh that looks stupid you know what i'm saying like super good stuff yep yeah no hellraiser is good they just recently came out with that uh that's somewhat of a reboot one did you like that i know i thought it was okay i was okay i really liked it like it was so good to me I was like, why no one like this? <laughs> yeah, I, I honestly just thought that it was that it was just okay. Like I didn't think. Yeah, it was just okay. <laughs> oh. I, I can't remember. You know, to be honest, I can't remember what what it was that I didn't like about it. Look at um, you. You just hate for no reason. It's it, it's forgettable. <laughs> it is. I mean, if I can't remember, just, you know, that's me. It's forgettable. If I can't, especially a Hellraiser movie. Like I can remember a, a lot of the things from the original, but. I can't really can't really remember like the like the kills or nothing like that in, in this recent one. I don't know, but yeah, I thought it was forgettable, and the, I, I couldn't tell you what I, what it was specifically. But I already lost everything That's about it. That's sad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it, it just didn't do it for me. It didn't do it for me. Okay. No. Yeah. Well, this movie uh, is one my number. Um, Seven, right? That was on the seven. Yeah, that, yep, that was seven. Yeah, number seven. So moving on, number number six. All right, y'all. Number six, keeping it in the modern era. I got a uh, get out at my number six. Nice. Yeah, yeah. That, that's that's another one that I think is up there with like Hereditary and uh, you know, decades from now, people gonna be like, yep, that was mm-hmm. a you know that was a that was a masterpiece. That was a classic at its time, and it's really yeah. good. It's got again, just like with the other one, right? It's a it's a good horror film, but it's also just a good movie in general. I like the mm-hmm. like the way the story plays out, I like the pacing, I like the mystery, I like the effects, um, I like the the score, the audio. Then of course the social commentary was super excellent and how that was portrayed. 
And yeah. and it and it's it's kind of unfortunate because Jordan Peele kind of had like an M Night Shyamalan type of moment where you know M Night Shyamalan came out for the Sixth Sense first, and, and that shit was a masterpiece, right? And Crazy. and then all the other films afterwards, like he was trying to match the success of that, and he just never could seem to do it. I mean, he's made good movies since then, but none of them could ever seem to compare right. to that first one. And I feel like, I do feel like Jordan Peele is kind of going through that right now because uh, his next two films after with Us and Nope, while they're, while I think they're both good movies, they can't seem to quite capture the same, you know, essence and magic that uh, Get Out had. But that that's mm-hmm. that's a good one, man. Like that, I I think just people weren't even expecting. Um, and it's a very it's a very powerful movie, and that's another one that's got a that's, that's got a good ending as well. Um, and I don't even think I'd even need to mention what Get Out is about. I think I think probably most people know about this movie because especially it being a modern movie. But uh, yes, yeah, so my number six. Uh, I know you liked it as well, but yes, um. Obviously, for the social commentary, like you said, it's like number one thing. But it was different, right? Like, there's no one else has done stuff that Jordan Peele has done. Um, oh, oh, well, okay. So you said that us and Nope weren't as good to you as Get Out. Yeah, no, they're what good, but they're us? not as good. I mean, I can understand what about Nope, but you, you don't think us was as good? No, I don't think it was as good as Get Out. Mm-hmm. I think the, I think they kind of like fumbled a little bit mm-hmm. with like how the story played out. You know, with those people coming up from, you know, okay, like, I don't know, after that, that okay. I don't know if it's like an, uh, the the underground or the other world or whatever mm-hmm. it was. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't know. I, th- I feel like they kind of stumbled with that a little bit, and I can see and. That. Yeah, I almost feel like the, like they were something else. Like I, I almost wish that, uh, like the concept of that was a little bit different. And I feel like it would have felt a little bit better. It would have been a little bit more cohesive and effective. I mean, it's still creepy. But yeah. Yeah. Just well, yeah. The get out thing was, it was scary because. Obviously, like this couldn't actually happen in real life. Well, I don't right. know, but <laughs> it made you feel like it could be something that could happen yeah, in real life. The idea, because yeah. <laughs> right. it played into a lot of the, you know, the commentary related to, you know, what like why black black people are oppressed and mm-hmm. you know and why people appropriate our culture and still you know, our ideas and they want to be us, but not be us. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it played into a lot of that. And, you know, a lot of times when you're dealing with like really real topics, like, you know, that's, that can, that's some of the most horrific stuff. You know what I'm saying? So exactly, it definitely yeah. played into that a little bit, but um, yeah, that's our number six. Well, that's my number six. Uh, what's your okay. number six? Beth? My number six is, the Blair Witch. Okay. Okay. So yep. this movie terrified me when I first saw it. <laughs> Super scared. Like I couldn't sleep for a long time without like a light on. It was so scary. And um, I don't because when I first watched it, you know, back then we didn't have social media like this, like and we have now. 
Right. And um, I don't even think I watched a trailer or anything. Like, I just went into this blind. And so I thought it was real. <laughs> and so Everybody that's did. why it scared <laughs> me so bad, you know, because I, I felt like this was actually a true story. And so obviously when I got older and realized it wasn't a true story, but um, this movie scared the, the mess out of me. And that's why it's on my list because it genu- genuinely scared me. Uh, but I, you couldn't tell me that that girl won in the middle of the woods with her snot coming out her nose and that didn't actually happen. <laughs> right. Because I, yep. I thought it was real. The, the ending the, scene in the house. Yes. Good yep. Lord. That's, that was, shit was scary. So scary. Oh, my God. Scary. <laughs> yeah. And, um, and what was cool about that uh, movie was, you know, the internet was around, but it wasn't like super popular, yeah. you know, like it is right, now. But right. they had actually like built like a, a whole website uh, for this movie and like, you know, marketed it as if it was a real thing. And so that kind of mm-hmm. like assisted in putting out all these like rumors and stuff like that. It's like, oh, yeah, these these kids really, you know, these people really went really, really went missing and stuff like that. <laughs> right. Like, yeah. So they, that you know, they definitely played into the viralness of it back then before stuff could go viral you know? <laughs> right um but yeah, that was genius marketing though and yeah it, it is like a super creepy movie you know mm-hmm. being in the woods lost dark and then the yeah. whole concept of this witch and just the build up uh to like a very terrifying conclusion like that movie is that movie is creepy yeah it really was well, that's my number yeah. six okay yeah i like that that's a good one that's a good one well my number five it actually ha- has a uh, one of your favorite characters in it. <laughs> Ooh, I want to My number five is Sinister. Oh mm-hmm. gosh, so you was being funny when you said favorite yeah, characters. Yeah, because I know you know, like the Bagul character boy. You can't he stand is looking terrifying. at that thing. No, nope. give me the. But, <laughs> yeah, but Sinister man, I I love this movie so much. It's that's why it's my number five. Uh, made by directed by Scott Derrickson, and it's just a super effective movie at scaring you uh it is so eerie and unnerving and it gets under your skin and like it's one of those movies that like perfectly combines its audio with its with its its tone so like the you know when you're watching like the 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 tapes right because sinister is all about this family moves into this house and the dad finds these like uh super eight reels of um families being murdered and and then stuff starts happening supernatural things start happening around the house and when like the big the big pull for this movie was watching those like super horrific reels Mm -hmm. and when those would come on like it really had this like distorted weird like haunting audio that was just that shit was just so creepy like it just made your skin crawl you know what i mean yeah and then um it, it would just it would just oh man those scares are crazy and then like you said too like you know like the character the you know like the supernatural villain in this movie because he does look like kind of creepy uh yeah yeah, yeah. The, his mask is very effective and i just i really like this movie i like the way it ended i like the build-up like the pacing uh ethan hawk's performance is like top tier like i like the way he reacted to some of the stuff he was seeing like that felt very like very believable very real and uh i'm just a super fan of this movie and we don't talk about the second one because that shit sucked but 
That, that first one, Sinister, man, that is a good movie. And what do you think about it, bro? Okay, so <clears throat> obviously I don't like the Bagul or whatever, nope. um, but they are really good movies. Like they're very well made. Um, well, the first one's very well made. Uh, the creepiness is like on 10, like the music and everything is just mm-hmm. like full on creepy 100%. But uh, yeah, watching those foot the footage things. Ooh, I used to hate those. I didn't like watching oh, yeah. that movie. So um, creepy. Yeah, and you know it's a scary it, movies that scare me the most are the movies that I feel like uh, you know could happen to me. <laughs> like right. with my kid, with my kids, or something. You know, like something like that happened for. Got real. involved with something like that. Yeah. 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 So yeah, super super scary, but it's a good good movie. Oh yeah, yeah. Sinister is a great one, but what's your number five? My number five is the original Candyman. Um, yep. Candyman. Tony Todd is the goat. Oh my gosh, he's just amazing. Um, brilliant actor, but I love the Candyman story. I, I'm gonna tell you, this don't scare me a lot. I was older when I watched this movie because this came out in like '92, and I was like four. Five. Yeah, '92. <laughs> Yeah. <clears throat> so um, I watched this when I was a little bit older, but it's still scary. And I would not ever stand in front of a mirror and say Candyman five times. Nope. Like, no, I haven't seen the new one. I haven't seen that one yet. Um, so I can't like compare the two, but I do like the original story. I love the um, the acting in that movie, like uh I can't remember the character's name now, but like the, the mom with the baby, like she killed the screen. Like, I don't know. It was just a really good movie. And yeah. I was thinking about uh how the how the the boyfriend moved his girlfriend into the house after she had went to the to the uh hospital and she <laughs> she went ham on him. Yep. <laughs> that's my fa- that's my favorite scene. Yep. <laughs> But yeah, it was super dope. I love that movie. Yeah, Can- Tony, Todd makes, Tony Todd makes Candyman. Oh yeah, yeah, Candyman is definitely one of those uh, classic, you know, timeless movies with you know the iconic Tony Todd and um, you know his incredible presence on screen and his voice and everything. Like he was meant to play like stuff like that. <laughs> yeah, for real. <laughs> he was meant to play that kind of stuff. You know, um, and we we've seen him in plenty of other things. Uh, yeah. As a side note, he's actually playing uh, Venom in the new Spider-Man 2 game that's supposed to come out this year. Nice. That's actually really cool. Um, yeah, that's actually that one of the cool. exciting things about that. But but now, nah, Candyman is 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 definitely a classic. I, I can see why it'd be your number five. Uh, and like you, you know, I, I didn't watch that newer one either. Um, I definitely got we, we definitely got to watch that at some point. Well, we should. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and I'm sure that this one thing. also has like that social commentary mm-hmm. aspect as well as the original one did. Yep. Um, super original. It's really creepy and eerie. It was dope. Yeah, and then you know we don't ever really see like you know uh, a black actor playing like you know a role like that. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. it was very mm-hmm. unique in that aspect too. Yeah. Sure. Okay. All right, that's your number five. So we're moving on yep. to our number four. We're getting close, number y'all. We're getting, we're getting close to number one. Okay, so this is where, you know, this is where the heat starts dropping right here. So okay, okay. For me, 
my number four is that first insidious <sighs> man that shit when that came out was scary good god boy i don't even th- i don't even think i could sleep after watching this one. normally <laughs> i don't get bothered by stuff but this junk was just insidious was just on a different level um of yeah. course you know it's insidious was directed by james wan you know dude's a freaking mastermind um yeah i guess you know that's what he does right he, like he, he creates franchises dude made mm-hmm. salt and they've made about 50 of them and then they made insidious and they about to come out with the fifth one you know um but yeah. nah insidious was man that movie was incredible i like the, the kind of the original story and just like with the, with the sinister 2 like the use of like the audio and the, how it used like the um it used the like i think it was like nosferatu that like mm-hmm. uses like the heavy violin type type of sounds mm, mm-hmm. uh you know that was present in the uh, like the title cards and stuff like that and then to some of the imagery and i think that it i think i feel like insidious has like 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 no shit like top five like greatest jump scares of all time within that movie when the face and there's a face oh. that appears behind the kick good boy yeah that mm. that junk was <laughs> definitely got Man. me Man, they talking about getting you. That junk is no <laughs> joke. Um, but yeah, that movie's just good. It's it's and then of course, you know, whenever I feel like whenever a movie deals with children, like you know, enhances the scary factor. Uh yeah. Yeah. And this is just one of those situations where it was like, you know, affecting someone's someone's kid and they're trying to uncover the mystery of what's going on, and then they're dealing with this with this further aspect where they're, you know, diving into like this spiritual realm and seeing all this weird stuff and um and you know i'm a sucker for the supernatural demonic stuff because that to me is just that's the best kind of stuff but uh <laughs> yeah insidious man like that that first one like i feel like that was just something special so i had to put it at uh at number four what do you think about insidious nice. well you know how i feel about insidious that's some scary stuff mm-hmm. uh, i'll never forget the that thing, that demon thing, like ooh, oh yeah, gives me the creeps. And in the other insidious, where that old man waving, that thing stuck in my mind. <laughs> yeah, was that that was a third one, right? I think that was a third one. Yeah, I'll never forget that. Yeah, I don't. So know they how, definitely do so bad. <laughs> so bad. They do a good job of creating these images that you know really stick with you. Yeah, um, acting yeah. obviously top notch. So. Yeah, because I feel yeah, like another iconic image from that movie was when, you know, the camera kind of turns into the bedroom and you see the son laying in the bed and there's like just that shadow in the corner that like reaches out to him. Mm-hmm. Like, they, they, yeah. like, he, like yeah. they just created some crazy imagery that was just so effective. Um, I feel like Insidious is definitely just one of those. Uh, it's one of those classics that, you know, you always got to have on your, your Halloween watch list for sure. Right. Um, exactly. Yep. Well, not on mine, but on yours. <laughs> it's gonna be on mine. Yeah, you know, I gotta, I gotta watch like the real scary stuff. But uh, that's my number four. What's your number four? My number four is The Conjuring. Nice. Yeah, James. Wan I again. love The Conjuring. James Wan again. I was uh, gonna say that, <laughs> but um, I don't know why. But this, I like the other. Well, most of the other Conjuring movies. Uh, but this one is my absolute favorite one. Uh, I think, uh, well, 
I do like the story of, you know, Ed and Lorraine Warren. Like I used to watch like YouTube videos about them before mm-hmm. the Conjuring movies were ever made. But um, Patrick and Wilson and, you know, Vera Farmiga, yep. whatever, how you say her last name. Yeah, Vera Farmiga. Um, yep. Yeah, their portrayals of Ed and Lorraine are like so good. Like they're just hands down the best. I couldn't see anyone else playing them on any any screen but um as i like the story you know about how this mom has like fighting this spirit you know to protect her kids um i think that's maybe why i connect with the story a lot but um that whole hiding clap thing that's that was creepy yeah there was some creepy stuff (laughs) yeah james wan is a master of horror man like that dude he be coming up with some stuff yes man but yeah that's that's my number four yeah the conjuring is is definitely that's another one like it's gonna it's gonna be a classic for years and years to come and uh like you were saying right the conjuring is it's a good horror movie and it's just a good movie in general like you know it's very much about like family and protecting your family Mm -hmm. and you know holding on and fighting for them and it's about love and stuff like that Mm because you know uh especially the in the first conjuring and the second one you know they definitely have those like those moments where like there's a brief pause of peace before like shit really hits the fan and uh yeah you know there's different stuff like that where like there's a lot of heart within it while it's still like just stupid scary uh, yes exactly yeah but no that's that's a good one for sure man okay well that's that was number four now moving into the top three top three all right here we go all right y'all so top three so my number three is the shining mm. man that's a good one it is a good it's one. a good one right there um it's very much that's a very like heavy uh psychological mm-hmm. uh horror movie and mm-hmm. there's just something about like the slow burn of you know jack nicholson's character just slowly unraveling and to the point where he becomes completely unhinged and i feel like you know going back to your to your 10th one amityville horror i feel like there's something scary um there's something scary about like one of your own family members becoming you know so unhinged or possessed you know and like where like you don't even recognize them anymore and they're coming after you and like Jack Nicholson has played that like just so crazy and it was just so eerie and there's a lot of just creepy stuff in that movie. And I like the concept with like powers and stuff like that. And then like, you know, you had uh Scatman Crothers, I think his name is. Mm-hmm. He was playing um uh the um uh, the, Dick. Yeah, he was playing Dick mm-hmm. in the movie and you know, that was cool too. And you know, trying to teach the kid about the powers, the shining and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Uh uh, it's just a, it's just a good creepy movie and it, it's got good pacing it's a slow burn and going back to your ghost ship example you know where they they borrow some stuff from the shining there's some creepy scenes uh that deal with um you know ghosts and how they present themselves you know there's and there's a the classic red rob <laughs> <laughs> you know stuff like that man it's just it's just a effective uh, classic movie and then Shelly Duvall and her crazy performance and yes you know, there's all these say the same thing yeah and there's a lot of horror stories with that man like you know Stanley Kubrick directed that movie uh and you know you you can look up a lot of stories about how uh he definitely kind of like 
tortured her in a way on set, like having to redo scenes, like I think like, you know, up to like a hundred times and like, you know, basically almost drove her insane. But um, I definitely will say that like her perform her performances in this movie is top notch, like super believable and, you know, all around a terrifying masterpiece of a horror movie. But mm-hmm. that is my number three. Um, what do you think about The Shining, man? I agree with everything you said. Um, I know you like the lore of the show. The lore. <laughs> but yeah, I was going to point out just how well um, Shelley Duvall was and how she did in the in the movie. Like being that mother. Like, I, I have a thing with mamas. <laughs> yep. Being that mother bear protecting her child, you know what I'm saying? Like it was really good. I liked it a lot. Um, and then like the, you know, the, the, like the ending, like you don't really know what actually happens. You know, you kind of just kind of make up your own ending of how you think it, how it actually goes. I like stuff like that sometimes. I think they did it well. Did it well. Yeah, yeah, no, I, I 100% agree with that. Um, yeah, that this movie is just that's why it's my that's why it's in my top three. <laughs> um, but that's my number three. What's your number three, baby? So my number three is The Exorcist. Nice. Now yes. I'm kind of wondering what you got on the top two then. You got Exorcist at number three. Interesting. Well. Interesting. <laughs> my top three movies are very nostalgic and not all, all based on them being good movies. Uh, but um, just have me personally having some sort of connection to them as well as there being good stories uh but anyways i do like the exorcist i think everyone knows why the exorcist is a good movie yep um very great acting uh very good effects like very good story like i don't know there's no negative that i can give on the film itself um, I'm actually surprised at some of the things I have on my list because I always say I don't like possessions, but my top <laughs> movies got possessions. Mm-hmm. Okay, hey, look, <laughs> the can't be a good possession movie. Possessions, right? Yeah, like, um, but yeah, though, no, this is a really good, a good movie. Um, I also like the stories around, you know, people watching the film. Like, I always like listening to how people reacted to the film when they first saw it. Oh, yeah, yeah. I like all that stuff, too. Um, but, yeah, that's my number three. Yeah, the stories around people who were watching it are crazy, like how it affected people during that time, like, you know, people passing out and you know, throwing up because it was just so extreme. Like, even by today's standards, like, that movie still is kind of extreme um, and some of the stuff that she'd be saying and doing, so yeah <laughs> um, they definitely took it to like a whole different level with that movie and uh i'm hoping that 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 new one they're making uh, definitely recaptures that um but i i agree with everything everything that you said that that whole movie and then in again it, like you said right it's another another movie with a mom trying to fight with her kid yeah um, I think that's my thing yeah, yeah. <laughs> um but now nah, like i like the performances uh uh, what's her name? Is it Linda Blair? Who plays uh, Reagan? Mm, yes. I think it's her name. Um, 
you know, her performance as, as that child, I, you know, and a part of me is like thinking like, dang, like, how could you, you know, it must be, it must have been crazy at that time letting your child play yeah. that role. Like, I can't imagine. Yeah. 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 And I, I don't think I've ever, I feel like I, I can't remember if I ever watched a documentary that specifically talked about that aspect, but I, I am curious about that. I'm sure there's one that, that exists, but I have watched a documentary, a documentary about the, how it affected society at the time because people were like, oh, this is the devil trying to ban it. You know, crazy mm-hmm. stuff like that. Um, but yeah, no, it's, that's that's a classic right there. Even the the cover art of the, of the movie, that shot, you know, him standing yeah. from the house, like that so is cool. so classic, man. It's the mm-hmm. ultimate poster. It is the ultimate poster. Yeah. Um, and okay. The Exorcist is uh, uh, one of like the first movies I think that had a reason. For you not to be playing with Ouija boards, don't be out here playing with no Ouija boards. Yeah, I don't know why y'all keep doing that, man. Yep. Don't do that. Just gotta be things alone. <laughs> don't forget, if you do do it, you gotta close the door now. You can't. You gotta that say part. goodbye. Gotta you say gotta close goodbye. the door. Shoot. Okay. I saw. Well. A me- uh, sorry, I saw a meme where uh, the girl, this girl, had a, a tattoo of a Ouija board on her back. That's oh, that. that's-, that, that's crazy. <laughs> That is crazy. That's crazy. She a she a walking permanent opening door. Oh. Good God. Shoot. Oh right. All right. She's she trying right. to get this. Right, exactly. Yeah. I'm interested to see what your top two is. Okay. What All I'm right. gonna do, let's do what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna let you do your top two. I'm gonna do my top two first. Okay. Cause I feel like yours is gonna be really good. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, actually, All it's right, Oh, okay, go ahead. Go ahead. No, you what's, go ahead. What's, okay. All right. Well, my number two is 13 Ghosts. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. That's classic. It is classic. I told you my top two, my top are really about nostalgia. Right. But <clears throat> this was, um, they had some really good stories in this movie. Um, I liked... <laughs> I like the actors in this movie too. Yeah, it was it was really it was funny and scary at the same time. Um Rod Digger was in this movie. <laughs> she was the nanny. Yeah. Uh she was so funny. I loved her. Uh the who was the uh Matthew Matthew Lillard? I can't remember his last name. Uh but he was in this movie. Hilarious. He was like, I think we really need to get out of here. Like, oh, <laughs> yeah. something like that. Yeah. Like, he always has that, like, goofy. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> exactly. But the, the ghosts were really creepy looking. Like, they scary. were so creepy. They scared the hell out of me when I was a kid. I watched this movie at my grandma's house, my dad's mom's house. And I was by myself watching on this, like, little TV in the kitchen. And it was nighttime. It was a bad idea. <laughs> I was so scared. <laughs> Man, I think the one that scared me the most was the jackal boy. Good God, yeah. I was scared. He looked that so thing scared. was scary. So Because it was like, if that thing got out, they was like, hey, the jackal is out. Hey, it's over. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, no, yep. this, was, this was crazy. But I like the whole concept, right? Like having these magic glasses and mm-hmm. um, having like the... Um, the things on the on the walls to try to keep everything in and yep. 
it, it was really good. That little twist, like the the uncle wasn't really dead, you know. So yep. it was really good. It was a good movie. Yeah, they had, they had a lot of uh, a lot of cool a lot of cool concepts in that movie mm-hmm. for sure. And that, that, you know, having having things like that sets up for like good scares, like the whole glasses thing. Like you can only see them with glasses on, so if they fall off, then like right. you know, it just creates this additional panic. For the audience where it's like oh shit, get the glass you can't see what's happening get the glasses yeah yeah um Super and oh, one thing i want to mention Bay, is you you had sent me a link uh to one of the the fandom page for this movie oh yeah yeah uh-huh. and i didn't realize that all the ghosts had such extensive backstories like i was like dang that's actually really cool because you sent me the uh the page for what's it what was it called like the hammer the black dude like the hammer yeah the hammer yep yeah so apparently crazy on the, backstory um, on the release, the DVD release, I guess in the extras, they had created these backstories for each of the oh. the ghosts. But I, you know, I didn't know anything about that. But that's yeah, cool. so that's where they got that from. Okay, okay, yeah. All right, no, so I like, my, I like uh, I'm gonna give my number one, so you can go ahead and do your your top two. Okay, but <clears throat> my number one is Tales from the Hood. <laughs> oh, oh, okay. You went for the super nostalgia pool. I did because this was actually the very first horror movie that I ever watched. Okay, and so if anyone's never seen Tales from the Hood, it's like almost like an anthology in a way. So mm-hmm. like, there's you got these three guys. They're like going to like this um uh funeral home because. There were some drugs that were stashed there, apparently. So they were going to this funeral home to get these drugs. And there's this, the, the, I guess the funeral home guy. I don't know what you call him. But the guy in charge there, um, he's super creepy. But I, I think this whole movie is creepy. It's not presented as like, this is going to be like a regular movie with some horror elements. Like, it feels like it's going to be really creepy, mm-hmm. the whole movie. Um, but yeah, so they go into this funeral home and then they meet this guy and he's telling them all these like crazy stories about like stuff from this guy being married, um, murdered by like crooked police officers who are all white. And then he comes back and, you know, kills them all. Um, there's a lot of, you know, social commentary in this racial oh, yeah. issues, like it's super heavy in that. Um, uh, but in, in the end, these guys find out that they're actually, in hell um but it's crazy like from beginning to end all the stories are crazy like super creepy okay so i had these dolls in my room and they were um kind of creepy looking dolls but after watching this movie i told i told mom please put these dolls out of of my room (laughs) because there's one story in there where these little doll things like come to life and I was like, oh, no, I don't want these in my room anymore. <laughs> so I need you to get these out. But this movie scared the human <laughs> GBs out of me. I was so scared. I was like, I don't even think I finished it the first time that they played this movie. I was like, oh, no. <laughs> but ultimately, I did go back and watch it. It is super scary. They get the earlier stories are less scary than the stories as it you know goes along. And it's just super creepy. And then that image of like the funeral home guy when he tells them that they're in hell and he turns into the devil, woo it got me. <laughs> I think you know, I spoiled it for people, didn't you? 
I'm sure people have seen this movie. This movie. Oh, you should have seen this movie. Maybe somebody didn't see it yet. Well, look, (laughs) y'all in for a treat. I'm gonna tell you that. Right. Um. But yeah, yeah. No, you're right. It is. It is a good one. Actually, I haven't seen this in a long time. I need to watch. It's been way too long. I can barely remember all of it. Um. But I get why you would put it up there. Like it for especially that reason of being the first horror movie that really like scared you like that um i get it okay okay no i think that's good Um, those are my tops now it's your turn yeah so uh my top two are actually ones that we already talked about (laughs) so my top my my second one is the conjuring um because i just think that's yeah they're really high huh oh yeah actually i think that's like that's like quality wise it's as good as any of the classics like Mm-hmm. That movie is like perfect to me. I almost, I literally can't think of anything that I dislike about it. Like it's just so well executed. And so I won't really dive too much into it because we already talked about it. And then my first one, of course, is The Exorcist because to me, that's just the mm, ultimate. Okay. That's just the ultimate horror movie. Like everything about it, like is perfect. It has, it has the, the classic, um, the classic theme. It's got the atmosphere. It's got the supernatural. It's got the 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 love in it, like the heart. It's got mm-hmm. it's super vulgar, like you know, it kind of pushes the edge on what's acceptable. Um, and without going too far, because I definitely think you can you could take it really far. Um, it makes me think about <laughs> some of the movies I had you watching before that take it so far. Uh, I'll never listen to you ever again. Yeah, yeah, and uh, <laughs> I just yeah, it's 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 just a it's just a great movie. Like that's just a it's got good quotables. You know what I'm saying? And yeah, you know, it deals with children, indeed. so it makes it even more you know scary because the corruption of innocence. Like uh, the performances are excellent all the way around. Um, it's just really good. Like, and like I said, that classic poster, man, like the imagery of it is so iconic. Like it's one of those, like everyone knows the exorcist. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. everybody knows, it. even if you've never seen it, you know what the exorcist is and what it's generally about. And you, I'm sure you've seen the images. You've at least seen the poster. I'm, I guarantee it. You know what I mean? Um, and I think that's just like a, it's, it's perfect to me. Uh, just like with The Conjuring. I feel like, honestly, The Conjuring is up there. You know, both of them are, like, at that kind of quality level of being, like, like true, like, masterpieces of, of film, for sure. Yeah. But, yeah, that's our top ten. Man, I think that was cool. I think that was all, like, really good discussion. Like, I feel like there's definitely a, a wide range of old to new. And you definitely yeah. brought in some of the more, like... Uh, the ones that, you know, people will look at is like, you know, the <laughs> movie sucks. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, uh, I know. That's cool because I still think it's, it's, it's interesting topics. And I'm sure like, you know, people looking at like, looking at some of the things on, on both of our lists, like, oh, like, you know, like some of the more modern stuff, right? Like Insidious and stuff like that are sinister. You know, I'm sure there's people out there who don't really like those or think they're not that good. But, you know, it's just, that's yeah. just what we like. And again, you know, this is this is a thing that we kind of did off the top, off off of a whim. And, you know, I, we... I think we both probably have like a thousand, you know, other honorable mentions. And I'm sure like the, our 10, nine, eight and seven could probably, probably easily be swapped out. 
uh, by other things if we spent more time like really, you know, sitting on this. Um, so I definitely think we'll we'll revisit this in the future as we, you know, just go on with the podcast and just sit down and think about it more in depth about because I think even I think both about both you and I, when we were like going trying to build our list real quick and we we're like looking online, like we we're like, oh, like, you know, I remember, I, remember, I think I even remember you hearing you saying like, oh, like I forgot about this movie, stuff like that, you know? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Because yeah, we, we've both seen so many horror movies that sometimes you you, you forget something, even if it's still good. You'd be like, oh, yeah, I just ain't seen it in a while, you know? Yeah. Exactly. So we'll definitely uh, revisit this um, but for our listeners. Like what what are what are y'all's? top 10 horror movies uh do, do, do y'all's lists line up with ours are there some that you would have taken off are there some that sit or does some of it match like what's your number one is your number one the exorcist i highly doubt that anyone's number one is tales from the hood but it could be hey there's don't one do out me. there i guarantee don't do me. i guarantee <laughs> don't do me uh uh-uh. but that's a but, dope movie i don't know what you're talking about <laughs> <laughs> but but yeah, definitely, uh, you know, let us know on a, on the poll or in the comments or, you know, wherever you're listening at, um, we, we'll probably try to post a snippet on TikTok. So wherever you're listening, you know, inform us of uh, uh, what's your top 10 horror movies. I just want to say, yeah, there would be no get out if there was no Tales from the Hood. <laughs> okay. Well, tell, look, Tales from the Hood ain't the first anthology movie. You know what I'm saying? Like. You know what I mean? Like uh, uh, now, I'll give you like you know the the black the black cast and and things like that. But in terms of like you know just black actor presence and things like that, and the scary factors and uh, <clears throat> and other social commentary, because I think we mentioned it on the on the last podcast. You talking about the Night of the Living Dead? That that shit came out in like what sixty eight and had that kind yes. of level of social commentary. You know what I mean? So. I mean, so I ain't gonna give. It, I mean, I'm, I'm not trying to say tales from the hood and impactful, but I mean, damn, okay. <laughs> it's, it's okay, you know, whatever. It's still good though. Yeah, it's still good. I mm. ain't listen. I'm done with you. <laughs> Are we done with this segment? <laughs> yeah, we we gotta move on because uh, we we gotta talk about this from season two, episode two now. For your for those of y'all who might this might be your first episode, we are covering each week the uh the episodes of from for season two as they release and we do go into spoilery details so if you have not watched uh episode two of season two of the show from over on mgm plus uh please do put the podcast on pause go watch that and then come back and join us because we're going to get into all of the crazy good details of this second episode for the show from so here's your opportunity to pause it and then join us back as we get into our review of this next episode all right so we're gonna go ahead and jump into our review of episode two from season two of the show from and that episode was titled the kindness of strangers now i want to go ahead and off the top uh, give our listeners like just our like what we thought and then we'll dive into like a uh, you know a, a frame by frame you know talking about the different stuff that happened in the episode so uh for me i'll just go ahead and start that I thought it was a good episode, uh, and I and it's just like the the first the last week's episode. Like I liked the episode. I just always feel like they're just a little too short because I I feel like we never get any answers on things. It's just like more and more questions. But I, I, that doesn't take away from the episode like being good. I, I did 
enjoyed this episode and I just wish the episodes were longer so we can get just a little bit more information before it cuts off. We have to wait a whole nother week. Uh, but baby, what do you, you think about the episode? I thought it was a, a much better episode than the last episode. Um, yes, it was short. And, I, and what did I say? I told you, I was like, I bet you this next episode is just going to be about them surviving through the night. And that's exactly what it was. That's it. <laughs> that's it. Um, but yeah, we did get a little bit, a little bit more story. Um, so that was good. Um, but overall, I thought it was a really good episode compared to the last episode, which I felt like it wasn't that great. Um, so I was much more, um, I'm much, I'm much better like this one than the last one. Yeah, I, I can agree with that. I, I do think this one was, uh, was better. Uh, definitely, you know, very, a very tense episode. And again, just, we got, we're going to have a, we just got a whole new slew of questions, y'all. So we're going to go ahead, we're going to go ahead and go into the, the play by play of this episode. Um, so starting off, it started off with uh with Boyd, you know, it picked up where we left off, where he's talking to this old man who mm-hmm. we learn his name is Martin. Uh yes. and you know, he was a ex-Marine and you know, he's begging Boyd to kill him, like, you know, you just gotta kill me. You said you you promised you would do it. But of course, you know, Boyd being, you know, a former former military person himself, he's like, nah, you know, we we, we never leave a soldier behind and uh you know, he wants to try to help him out. And then it jumped to, you know, back to the the group from the bus. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Don is still trying to, you know, wrangle this group and explain to them, you know, what exactly is going on. And uh, and then there's, there's a whole thing that plays out, you know, throughout the episode. Because throughout the episode, you know, they're cutting between each storyline, like, you know, jump in, it'll show a little bit and jump to the next one, show a little bit, jump to the next thing. Uh, so I, I can't remember exactly where that initial cutoff point happened. Do you remember? Like once they went back to the group and it, and it cut away, did we learn anything in the, in that very first, you know, scene of, of showing that group again? Not really. No, it, you know, they were just arguing and there wasn't anything in that first, the first uh, scene of them, there wasn't any like, new development or whatever. yeah yep um and then after well at least after that first initial showing of the group it cut to victor and tabitha uh you know running through the woods and they find uh, an an old hideout of victor's that was in this what seems to be like a big u-haul mm-hmm. trailer or like a semi-truck or whatever yeah like yeah mm-hmm. and they open it up and they get in there and you know victor's got all this stuff in there bikes sofas drawings mm-hmm snacks bed dude's got a whole bunch of different shit in there right and uh <laughs> and you know even tablet was like man this stuff is all yours like where does where does this come from um and then you know it, it so it showed a very tiny bit of that and then it uh it cut back to the group and then we had our first um conversation between uh christy and her fiance and uh uh, what the what's what's the fiance's name? Is it? I think it's Mari. Mari. Okay, so we got the conversation between Christy and Mari, and you know Mari's she all pissed, like you know because right. she doesn't she doesn't fully understand the workings of this town yet. You know she thinks right. they would just drive for two hours, and then you know she even told her like, oh, you just joined some fucking cult. Like what's yeah. up with that? Right. Uh, you know she was real hot, boy. She was mad, and 
you know, she hasn't learned yet. Like, oh no. Like, and she wasn't really giving her the opportunity to explain it either. She didn't at all. Yeah. She was just going in. Yep. She's like, uh, we call the police and all this stuff. And, yep. Yep. She yeah. was she was going in and did not really give her the, the chance to explain. And even if she did, I'm sure she wouldn't believe her anyway, right? Yeah, like, right. Exactly. Most people they gotta see it for themselves. Like they just they went going. Which makes sense. I get it, right? Like I'm imagining us being in a situation to be like, man, these people are crazy as hell. We gotta get out of here. But yes. I mean, at the same time I, though, if you hear all that screaming outside, like That's what I'm saying. That's all I, I would I, need. I, like, oh, I was okay. thinking like Donna, she was I guess it, if it was me, because the way I am, right, I'd be like, you know what? Y'all go ahead. Y'all go find out for yourself because I'm mm-hmm. not going to keep trying to tell you nothing. I was like, she's doing way too much trying to help these people. I, I would have let them go outside. <laughs> oh, yeah. And then we'll, we'll get into it later. But, you know, there's that scene with the dude when he kind of took Kenny hostage. I, I, was, I was thinking in my head. I was like, look, let that dude go outside. Yeah. Let him yeah. see. And he, he going to regret it. He probably gonna right. die, but uh, that'll let everybody else know. Anybody else want to go outside? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No? Um, but yeah, so we had that. We had that exchange, and you know, we kind of get that perspective mm-hmm. of uh, you know how, how Mari and and the family view, viewed Christie's absence. And you know, it's funny because at, during as I was like watching the beginning of this episode, I was thinking like. You know, I haven't seen anybody try to use a cell phone yet. <laughs> oh, I don't wow. Think I, That's yeah, true. I was, like, I was thinking, because I was like, it, it seems like, you know, it's modern times. I was okay, like, I well, because um, I'm thinking, you know, when they were in the, in the, when Jim and Tabitha were driving, they lost service like a while before they found a tree. Oh, okay. So it's like So maybe these people, yeah, maybe they realize, okay, well, our stuff's not working out here. Because you're right, no one has tried. Yeah, because you know, I feel like they would have phone. one scene of one dude holding his cell phone up in the air, like, <laughs> I can't yeah. get any bars. You know what I'm saying? Like, but I, I haven't seen anybody pull out a cell phone, like, at all. And it, was, yeah. it really made me think about it even more when, you know, Mara was like, man, you, you know, you never called. Like, nothing. I'm like, you know what? No one's ever tried to use a cell phone or a phone <laughs> or nothing. Yeah, I didn't um, even think about that, but yeah, I'm I, assuming that that's with why. Maybe I don't. Yeah, we're we're just maybe assuming a that hole there. <laughs> yeah, I think we're just assuming that. Oh, they've tried and it's just no service. But I think I would like to see somebody like try. Try again. You know yeah. yeah, especially when they try to figure out about these emergency services. <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> Call emergency services. So, so y'all got service? I don't got bar. What service provider y'all got? I don't got no bars out here. And even when uh. Even if you go to jump back to the first episode of the season, or I'm sorry, at the, the I guess more the finale of the last season, you know when they're building this radio and stuff like that, I'm surprised no one mm-hmm. been like, man, y'all got internet, y'all got Wi-Fi, you know, <laughs> stuff, you know, something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's just something to have, like a little plot hole there potentially. But uh, moving on, we after that exchange, um, we had we jumped back to Boyd. Talking mm-hmm. to Martin and, uh, you know, Martin was dropping a lot of, you know, little nuggets for us to latch yeah. on to talking about, mm-hmm. uh, you know, hey, the you, you talk, he was like, man, you talking about those creatures that come out of the forest? He's like, man, they ain't nothing. He said, mm-hmm. that's, he said that's just the tip of the spear. Tip of the spear. He said, there's way worse things than them. And I'm like, dang, oh, like, what else is out there, you know? And right. uh, I think I think at this point is when, uh, the, you know, the music bark music box music started and martin was like oh you gotta hurry up like before the music stops because they're coming uh and so that we you know we get, we got a little bit of a little 
not really a hint, but you know, just the knowledge that okay, there's something way worse mm-hmm. out there than these creatures. Um, yeah, you know, who's ever handling them or something else, especially with he, you know them having Martin tied up like that. Right. Yeah, that was super weird. Um, and then there was other stuff in there too, like other chain things like that have yeah. been there before. Um. And then he said something about there being things in the forest that they weren't ever meant to see. Oh, yeah. And mm-hmm. I was kind of thinking, like, I wonder because they were pushing that boundary, right? Like when Boyd and Sarah first went out to the woods. Because I feel like when they went out to the woods, things did kind of amp up a whole lot. Yeah, they do. Um, so maybe him saying that kind of tied back to that as well. Yep. Um, so then after that. Uh, that scene we jump to um, Ellis and uh, Fatima, uh, Fatima uh, at the police station, and they're trying to tell people that were outside to uh, again. I would let them stay right out there. She yeah, was going, she was going way too hard. Yeah, she was going like super <laughs> extra. I was like, dude, like get in the police station. These people ain't gonna come come. And then when they were, and then when they were, when they were inside, you know, she was like, like super freaking out. Like uh, yeah, and I, you know, like. A part of me was just like, I, I mean, aren't you used to this by now? Because, because I, I feel like she's been there a while, right? As, at least as long as, uh, she's you know, been there boy, his family been there. So I'm thinking in my head, like, this can't have been the first time that you see people get toe out the box. You know what I'm saying? Right. She was um, just way going way too hard. Right, especially for <laughs> Ellis to be super chill. Like, it looked like it is what it is. Like, you, you try to get yeah. him in here. Like, there's no point in killing yourself trying to convince these people. To get in this mm-hmm. house, and she, you know, she's like, oh, right. "Let's try to go out the back." Like, come on now, you know, if you go out the back, that's it. Like, yeah. you're not, you can't save them. It's too late, you know. Yeah, for me, I was just confused because she did like this was like you were saying this is the first time she's acted like this right. up until that point. She's been really chill. Like, look, look at the positives and da 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 da. Like, um, and then. In this particular scene, she's just like a totally different person. So right. I'm not sure exactly where they came from. Um, I, I felt like her need to save people is obviously tied to the fact that her dad was killed. Right. But I feel like this was just like a little bit over the top. So I'm not really sure well, you know, what, what changed with her in this particular yeah. um, moment. I was just like, girl, get it together. Like, what are you <laughs> doing? Like, come on now. You're, you're going yeah. way too hard. Yeah, people. she's like uh, f you <laughs> yeah. yeah oh yeah that, i would say that part was funny like the people at the door and they kept standing there too she's yeah. like stop smiling he's like you'd feel better if you came outside <laughs> yeah that, <laughs> that was part funny. was funny yeah, that was yeah. Pretty good. but she i mean she definitely whatever direction they gave her she definitely sold it i just don't oh, know where it came from you know yeah, what i'm she saying sold like it all the why way. are you acting like this <laughs> there's a lot of good moments of acting in this episode and mm-hmm. i know you had mentioned agree. for that last season that sometimes the uh, and i agree that sometimes the acting was a little weird or awkward yeah this episode man better. the acting mm-hmm. was like I don't know. The director was pulling out some new stuff or something. Uh, they had some coaches during the break. Yeah, definitely. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, next after that part, we jump to you know Jim and I never remember the dude's. Uh, the dude is it Tom, the uh, the bartender. Yes, that's the name. His name is Tom. Yeah, and then Brick all stuck under the house, and you know Brick had woke up and he started freaking out. And you know Jim and Tom trying to keep him calm. That stuff was funny. Like it was like, "Yo, shut the fuck up!" Like, yeah, <laughs> like you need to be quiet. I know you're just screaming. Like right. I'm trying to tell you, be quiet. 
he was really freaking out. Yeah, he was doing a whole lot. Um, mm-hmm. And this is, and then we jump back to the people in the diner. Mm-hmm. And this is this is the part I mentioned earlier where that dude, um, you know, took Kenny as a hostage. Yeah. Um, yeah. And see earlier, oh, that's what it was. They were kind of like at the table, the guy and like these other people, kind of like whispering oh, to like each other, plot. looking like yeah. it was plotting, right? Yeah. So obviously that's this is what they were trying to do right exactly so i think that's what we left off earlier when you were like asking that question but that's what it was they were mm-hmm. kind of like scheming with each other yep and he took the opportunity and pulled the gun on kenny and uh you know donna won't play no game she was like look you're gonna have to shoot him in the head and then i'm gonna yeah. shoot you because ain't you ain't opening that door, door. donna was like i ain't i ain't dying tonight for your stupidity right. you know exactly. like that's not gonna happen yeah, um, and when and I was it, thinking, like, I was like, this is exactly why she should just let their tails get back on this bus because yep. I feel like they weren't going to believe it. See, like, Jim and Tabitha had that opportunity to have that, um, have a little bit to go off of because they were able to drive in that circle in that like, loop. multiple yep. times. These people didn't have that. So they, they, everything that they're saying, they can't believe it because they mm-hmm. have nothing, you know, to, go, to hold on to. Whereas I feel like it was different in the Jim and Tabitha case where it was kind of like, okay, well, this kind of makes sense because of what happened with us. They didn't have that chance because, you know, it was so close to being dark when they came through. And I can't remember the Boyd's family. They didn't drive the loop, did they? I don't think they They did. did. Oh, they did drive the loop? Mm -hmm. Oh, okay. I couldn't remember. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So none of them had the chance to see the loop, which I feel like kind of helps. Because uh, you're like, okay, this yeah. is weird. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the only thing they had was the tree. And then you, when the guy took Kenny hostage, he's thinking they put the tree out there to lead them there. Yeah. And, he, and Don was like, come on now. You right. You thought he was moving that tree over there? Come on. <laughs> That's stupid. Um, yeah. but, but Kenny put a little move, man. Like when he snatched he the gun back, I was like, oh, snap. Mm-hmm. I didn't see that. I didn't mm-hmm. know Kenny could do all that. Yeah. Yeah. Kenny been stepping up. Right. He didn't even learn a little something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he lost his girl, you know. So, oh you know, lord, more, I don't know. He just more focused, or he got to, you know, I don't know what he's doing, but he's stepping up, right? Um, so after that little bit, you know, they, Donna uh, hit him with the butter shotgun, and he kind of, then they heard screaming and stuff, so he kind of fixed himself a little bit. Mm-hmm. Then we cut back to Boyd and Martin, you know, up in that little dungeon or whatever, and you know, we see Boyd trying to free him, you know, knock the chains off. And then Martin says, uh, like, uh, he says, do you think Abby was right? And it's just a dream. You know, boy's like, what the heck? Like, mm-hmm. uh, who, how do you know that? Who are you? Right. Um, and then we see that, you know, Martin's got Ooh, the weird. You know what I just had a thought of? What? Because <laughs> Abby is, was a Marine. Do you think he knew her? Oh, I just assumed that he was a. Uh, just another that you know he's just another person in town you know because mm. i mean they they when when she went ham and was shooting everybody you know they had obviously they obviously had been there for at least a little bit of time mm-hmm. uh you know at least maybe like a like a week or something uh so i'm sure that like everyone learned their names that's why i just assumed that he was another person in the town that's possible i guess yeah yeah and so he just you know and she went crazy everybody knew about it and they you know so, but yeah, that's also a good point, though, that she was also a former Marine, that they could have known each other. I guess that's also possible. But I just assumed that he just knew her from the town for her to, for him to say, do you think she was right? And it's just all a dream that we got to wake up from. Because that's what she kept saying. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, 
But then we see that, you know, the Martin's got the weird worm things going on in his arm. And then the music box stops and, you know, Martin's like, oh, you know, we're out of time. And uh, he does this weird thing where he like scratches him. Uh, and then he's he's like, oh, like my blood is your blood now. And uh, and it like. You know, messes Boyd up and then he like he like died right. After he did that, then he the like, old, was, yeah, the Martin, yes, Martin, died. yeah, Martin just died for some reason. It was super random. He scratched him and then, I guess, got some of his blood in him and then he just died. Mm-hmm. Uh, super weird, didn't make any sense. And then, you know, boy starts like stumbling and stuff. And then he grabs a torch and like goes outside. And then it, uh, like it, that that whole dungeon thing is like disappears. Like it just, mm-hmm. like like it was in a different dimension or something like that. And he stepped right. through and that was just gone. Right. Um, you know, it's kind of like with the whole far away trees and stuff like that. It's like in that kind mm-hmm. of vein. And and then uh, you know, he's all jacked up a little bit and like whatever that blood transfusion thing happened and messed him up. Then he sees that dog from the last season. And, you know, the dog, you know, went to him and then basically was like, Oh, like follow me. And and then it cuts to uh and it cuts back to the diner after that. And yeah. Um, now, did you want? Did you want to make an, a comment on that thing with the with him walking out and just disappearing? Mm-mm, no. Yeah, because it is weird. It was uh, weird, and I, and it makes me wonder: like, is there like hidden stuff like around them, but just like different dimensions or something? I don't know. I don't know. But I mean, it's got to be something like some kind of layer of stuff, because I, you yeah. know, like it, with the um. Because I'll be thinking about like the hallucinations that Jay be having, right. and how yeah, exactly. The the stuff seems like there's there's some kind of extra layer, like you know, another side of things there in the right. same area. Okay. So yeah, I definitely think there is. Yeah. Okay. Okay. That's that's kind of what I'm thinking too. Mm-hmm. Uh, but moving on, we we jump to uh, Kenny back at the diner, and he's cooking these. Well, he's making some tea. Making tea. And we see uh, Mari walk out and then, you know, Christy comes out and she stops and, uh, you know, she's also obviously like super frazzled. She should have just walked, kept walking up. Don't be talking to Kenny no more. Go yeah. ahead on. <laughs> yeah. uh, so they talk for a little bit and, like, you know, it's kind of like a change like, hey, you all right? Yeah, Mari, you all right? Yeah, whatever, you know. It's super awkward. Yeah. They said, yeah, like a hundred times. Yeah, it was, it yeah. was super awkward. It was super yeah. awkward. Yeah. Um, Eventually, you know, Kenny's just like, like, hey, like, just, you know, go help her out because she's going to need you. So, you know, Kenny's a good dude. So he's a great dude. He needs to be yeah. wrapped up in a little cocoon and stay away from her. Yep. Messing with him. Um, <laughs> and then so she went back out and he went on with this, making his tea. And then uh, yeah. and then we went to a scene with the I'm going to call him like the main creature dude. OK, so that's what I was thinking, too. He's like the main guy because I've like seen him multiple guy. times. Yeah, they yeah. Keep, they've shown him. They showed him a lot when they. In the first season when he, mm-hmm. you know, came in the house and they kept showing him. And he's also featured on the Amazon, like, background screen. Yeah, he is. Um, him his smiling, his weird, yeah, his weird looking self. Maybe that's also why they picked him, because he does have that weird <laughs> Super smile. Super creepy. He's yeah. like, oh, man, you perfect. You about to be the poster child for this shit. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, so he, he gets on that bus and he's, like, touching stuff. And I think this is, the, this is the first time we've seen them do something like this. Yeah, yeah. Like, uh, you know, there, there was that weird moment. In the first season, when that after that girl killed that dude, when he let her in the house, 
And she oh, was okay. like, when she was like wiping, wiping her mouth out. and like mm-hmm. wiping her shirt and stuff. I was like, oh, that's kind of weird. And then you had this this guy, the smiling guy. He gets on the bus. He touches the seat a little bit, and then he sits down and he he's rubbing the wheel and he starts like pretending to drive it and touching the buttons. That's just kind of mm-hmm. like like what? Like, it was really weird, right? Weird. I was like, What's thinking going on? kind of like was he having like flashbacks or something like so yeah, or like a previous some, life? Yeah, yeah, right. Um. And then when he clicked the button, the lights came on and then, you know, there's a couple in the back and they moved and well, um, so he goes back into like scary (laughs) mode, smiling. Um, and then he walks back and it's funny because like before this part, he seems so chill. Like you almost forget how, how how much of a menace he is. Right. Right. Um, he walks back there and the old couple's like, um, oh, we were, oh, they were like, oh, thank God, we were trying to find a place to hide. And he's like, well, you picked a bad spot, and then you know, he goes full monster. Mode. I was like, oh, that's kind of hard. Like, yeah. that was a hard line right there. Like, and then he just yeah. tore him out the box. And they, the creature things look really weird too. They look really weird. His face kind of reminded me of, um, one of my old time favorite movies, The Mummy. The mummies when he was in between the transition from the mummy to his human body do you remember the way his face looked i can't really remember fully oh well i've watched the movie like a thousand times so i know it very well but his face reminds me of the mummy's face okay yeah i can kind of see a little bit what you're talking about mm-hmm. yeah but i need to go back and like pause it on that so i can really get an idea of what they really look like because they do look really weird i think they look different though don't they because i felt like he looked a little bit different than the the one that pops up later just yeah. a little bit. Yeah, yeah, just a little bit. Almost like they got different species or something. Right, yeah. Yeah. Um, so he goes ham, he tears them up, they're screaming on the bus. Mm-hmm. And then it um uh it cuts back to uh Boyd who's in the woods, he's you know, and he's you know, ducking behind some trees trying to avoid the creatures who are walking in the woods. Um and he was just making like he was moving around too much for me, and I'm like, dude, chill out. Like let them walk by. <laughs> And, he uh, was. Yeah, I was like, Man, you were doing way too much. Now, he did have super blurry vision. So they showed his perspective and he can't see good. Whatever that blood thing was, it jacked him up. Mm-hmm. Now he's like sick or something. Um, and then we cut back to uh, Victor and Tabitha who were in the U-Haul. Uh, and they hear like uh, uh, the door like, you know, start to open. Uh, and it's Boyd. And you know, um, so they, you know, he gets on and, you know, he's like, hey, I got this talisman. They're all hyped up. Cool, 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 cool. Mm-hmm. And then, um, and then I can't remember if the, if the, they, the, they closed the door, right? But then they heard someone coming. Is that how that happened when Elgin showed up? You know what? No, I don't think they closed it. Because I feel like if it was, I can't remember. I don't think they closed it though, because I feel like if it was closed, they wouldn't like have opened put, it. Like, okay. Yeah. So he just pulled up. Okay. My thing was, so I then think we, he wasn't that far from by, right behind them. Okay. Right. Okay. Yeah. So, you know, Boyd hops on and then, uh, you know, Elgin is, comes, comes around the corner. My thing is, right. Like he put, he puts it going on him. He's like, hey, stop. Da, 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 you know, my thing is like, you know, them things are always walking super slow. Yeah. And I feel right. like Elgin was moving fast enough where it's like, he's probably not one of them things. Cause when have you yeah. ever seen one of those things run? They even made a point and mentioned it in the first season. Like, yeah. Never, yeah. You ever, have you ever noticed they never run? They just walk mm-hmm. everywhere. So I'm yeah. like, off rip, you should have known that like, 
you know, he wasn't, he wasn't a, a, a creature. Um, but they let him on and, uh, I think it was more so because he didn't know who he was. Oh, well, because, okay. Yeah. True. That's true. Yeah. You know? Yeah. That's he true. Never seen you did say that because, because they did end up letting him on and they put mm-hmm. it on him. He's like, like, who are you? You know what I'm saying? He's like, oh, I came yeah. from the bus. He's like, what bus? Yeah, see, I, none, you know, none of them know about this bus. Right. None of them knew because, you mm-hmm. know, Victor was already chilling in the tunnels. Tabitha fell into the tunnel and the boy yeah. was off um, on a safari with uh, with Sarah. A safari. And, <laughs> then, <laughs> and then next we cut to, uh, we cut back to uh, under, the, the, under the crumbled down house with Jim, Tom, and Brick. You know, Brick is still making a whole lot of noise because, uh, you know, I, I'm, he must have got like, uh, you know, punctured by a beam or something. Yeah. Because he ends up coughing up blood real bad. And then he ends up, you know, dying. And then uh, and there's a cool scene where, you know, Tom's looking and he's like, yeah, he's looking at him. And he's like, yeah, I think he just died. And he turns around and boom, there's a creature right over him. I was like, how did that thing get in there without them noticing? It scared me. I jumped mm-hmm. really bad. For <laughs> real on that one. Yeah, I was like. <laughs> How did you know what I'm saying? How did they even get how did they even get in there without them seeing? You know what I mean? Because they looked like they were ba- yeah. they were all buried really good. So I was shocked yeah, that thing was, was even and in it there. was down in there. Right. So yeah. So, it wasn't like on top or whatever. <clears throat> yeah. So then it uh you know jumps onto onto uh Tom. He's getting toe up and you know, Jim just like, well, I gotta be quiet because yeah, ain't nothing I can there. do. Can't nothing do nothing. Can do. Yeah. Um so then it cut back to Back to the diner, right? Yep. Yeah, yeah. Because it was that. Sun, yeah, the first the sun up was at the diner, because they yeah. they started waking up and um. Oh, you know what? Well, one thing we didn't mention, I did want to mention here was uh, there was that that moment after Tom was getting tore up, I think, and Julie could hear it, and she was like, you know, oh like yeah, crying. She just she was she acted she was, really good on that part. She did actually. Yeah, yeah I was I, like, oh wow, because I actually felt so I was like, damn. Like, cause she don't know, sad. you know. Yeah, yeah. She, she think that, that he down there getting toe out the box because mm-hmm. she hear Tom screaming and and like you know she and like she was so distraught that even everybody else was kind of like I, I was about oh, to say that yeah they started oh, this, feeling it. This too. shit is real. Like it, yep, this is not a joke because the way she's acting, you know. Mm-hmm. Even the dude who took Kenny Hotchers was like, oh, like you see it on his face, like oh no, this is this is for real. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that was a good that was a good part because even I was like dang this is sad right here boy yeah, um, yeah. that's just speaking to the performances being a lot better this season so far yeah. um, but yeah so jump, jumping back it, it, you know the sun's finally up everyone in the diner is waking up and Julia 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 immediately sprints outside <laughs> boom yep and goes to the house you know calling for her dad and at first he wasn't answering it took him a while he, he was asleep mm-hmm. and, uh, and he kind of came back too and then you know they realized that that he was he still was alive, dead. and so you know everybody came out there and started to help to try to get him out. And we, that's kind of where it cut away from that. Um, and then uh, the last, this is like the last scene that we see for this episode was a cuts back to Tabitha. Well, um, before sorry, yeah. before that though, um, while the people are helping Jim, the bus driver goes on the bus. Oh <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. I think her name was like Botka or something. I was looking at her little yep. name tag on her shirt. And so she goes on the bus and then realizes, oh, it's because it was a you know, the bodies are left there from um the old couple that yep. the main creature guy had got. 
So yep. she's like freaking out and just runs back off the bus. Yep. That's and that was like her moment to be like, oh, yeah, like she, you know, Donna won't plan. Like there really is something out here tearing, tearing people up. Mm-hmm. Oh, you know, what we didn't mention Mm-mm. that uh that random couple that was in the gas or uh, the bar uh, the bar. Oh yeah, I had thought about that too. Okay, so yeah, there was a random couple that had, was running outside this running um from Ellis and Fatima while they were trying to you know get people back to the diner like a couple people had broke off from the group because they didn't want to go in the diner so yeah there was a couple that ran into the gas station was it a gas station they called it a gas station but it was the bar yeah the bar and um she's the girl's freaking out she you know and the guy's like oh it's cool or whatever and then they get a knock at the door obviously it's the creatures but they never go back to them or anything but obviously once he unlocked it yeah that was it yeah like they were done there you you see it that's it um Mm -hmm. but i just remembered that too uh, yeah i forgot about them yep but um jumping back to the last scene of this episode so we're we're back with tabitha victor boyd and elgin um and uh you know elgin kind of mentions to tabitha that you know they're all staying in the diner and like that their house collapsed she's like oh which house collapsed so the one next to the diner so she you know she takes off like oh which way victor like we gotta get back to town like you know because she's thinking you know jim got injured Mm-hmm. Um, and there's a moment where before Boyd takes off, he looks down in his arm and he sees the worm things like crawling around in his arm and, uh, Victor is just staring at him, giving, giving him that look like, oh, like you got, you got the, whatever that is almost as if Victor knows what it is. That's kind yeah. of the, the implied look on his face. Uh, you know, boy, just kind of like, come on, like, close it up. Let's go. You know, uh, mm-hmm. but obviously Victor, you know, I, I feel like Victor knows way more than he'd be letting on, but he don't ever say nothing. I can't stand it. It yeah. gets on my nerves so bad. Like, I'm tell like, me what's going just on. Sell- yes, please. So, because yeah. I feel like if he started talking, I figured they would figure out stuff a, a lot better. Like between yes. him, Jade and Boyd and whoever else, a little kid or whoever, you know, talk about stuff together i think they could figure out what the heck is going on right because victor know a lot of stuff he'd been there so daggone even when tabitha asked him how long you've been here he didn't even tell her how long he'd been there right why you can't i've been here since i was a little kid how hard is that (laughs) and and along with that um she asked him like like how he got there or something like that and he's like oh i don't want to talk about that i don't want to talk about that i was like dang like whenever they reveal whatever's going on with him that's gonna definitely be like a like a plot opener you know what i mean because yeah for sure his situation is seems like a very unique very special maybe even mm-hmm. like the origins of some of this stuff or something but uh he's gonna be definitely he's definitely gonna be the key to learning a lot of, about what's going on and how it can be resolved mm-hmm. i just hate he'd be playing this game and not telling nobody what's going on yeah i don't get it at all super annoying Yep, but well, look, Boyd lost some weight. Well, his name Boyd Harold. <laughs> I said, oh, he's been working out since the last season. <laughs> oh, maybe yeah. He said, look, I gotta get back right. <laughs> yeah, he looks way sl- yeah. sl- you know a lot more slimmer than yeah. he did before. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <He's-> <laughs> now, you know it's crazy. We didn't see Sarah at all. Where is she at? Nope. I don't know what happened to her. She must got she well. Go? You know, maybe she got stuck. Cause you know the guy was saying sometimes you go into the tree and and you get stuck somewhere. Yeah, you get stuck or somewhere. Something. Maybe she got stuck, or I don't know. Maybe yep. she never got in the tree. Yeah, I, I was wondering that too. too. Maybe she kept pushing on, and then like 
maybe like later on they'll they'll push to the woods again or they'll somehow transport into another area and then she'll be there and be like you know either trapped there or you know got some new insight or something um but yeah that's the episode ended right there like camera zoomed out we had a drone shot and they're all running back to town and the episode ended and i know what and then when it ended i was just like man like these are too short like we need longer mm-hmm. episodes this don't make no daggone sense we gotta keep I waiting like, week, week, i called it I to called barely it. learn anything mm-hmm. and like you said just it's literally just like the span of what 12 hours like that's all we yeah. got was 12 hours of story movement that's uh, it. yeah they they definitely have uh longer episodes but you know i'm still enjoying the season so far mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know when when shows like this with a mystery is like everything's completely unknown you're trying to piece it together like it's, it's part of the fun of watching a show like this it's um, part of the fun for you <laughs> yes and I was thinking about that too, man. I was like, man, this is a Netflix show. We could have just benched the whole shit and just already know yeah. by this time already what know. happened, you know? Yeah. This this show reminds me of that game we be playing. Um, you know those games that we play, like we're trying to figure out. Like the oh, yeah, you're talking about the, the murder mystery game, the uh, Hunter Killer. Yes, because like, yep. they have such random stuff. And some yep. stuff don't even matter. And, you know, it's unnecessary, but... You have to put it all together to try to right. figure out what the big picture. This is exactly what it reminds me of. Yeah. Yeah, but any final thoughts? You want to give your, your overall again? Uh, like I said, it, it was a much better episode um, than the previous one. Uh, that, Like you said, the acting was a lot better. Right. And um, I'm just ready to get the story moving. I know. <laughs> Do you know how many episodes is in this season? Uh, I oh, can check real quick. I don't know. Let's, let's see. Uh, no, last, I, last I'm willing to bet. 10 episodes. Yeah, I'm, I'm willing to bet it'll be 10, 10 again. again. Let me see if I can find and look it up real quick here, y'all. Uh, I don't see anything. Also, when you're, trying to, when you're trying to search for this show, because it's called From, which is such a weird... Uh, <laughs> a lot of know. other stuff come up too yeah 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 let me, uh, let me try something else <laughs> but i'm willing to bet you it's 10 i'm gonna see if i can yeah find it probably it, is oh, yeah <laughs> they said this i think yeah this was a yeah from season two was ordered for 10 episodes mm-hmm. yep the same format <sighs> as the series first season which also had 10 episodes yeah yep and i know you said that they are going to have a season three yeah, I believe yep, they already approved. For I just season, hope season we three. don't have like a huge ass cliffhanger like we did in the last one. <laughs> yeah, and I hope it's not a situation where it's like they try to drag it out. You know what I mean? Like like Oak Island. Yeah, we're just like he ain't gonna, he ain't gonna ever get to the the conclusion. Exactly. They trying to milk it for everything it's got. Every episode is gonna be another twelve hours move. Barely learned anything. Yeah, um, I hope it's not the case. But hopefully by the end of the season, we'll at least have some idea. To some degree of of what could be going on, give us something that like, because right now I feel like we don't have enough to like formulate real theories. Nothing. Yeah. And so it, like, I feel like that's when the show will reach like its its peak its peak funness when people can actually formulate con mm-hmm. more concrete theories because there's a, there's a little bit more evidence. Yeah. That's more like coherent. But we're definitely not there yet. Maybe by episode five we'll get there. I hope so. Yep. And just like my final overall thoughts, again, I kind of agree with you. Way better second episode for this season. 
uh just a little too short but i'm still enjoying it um and i'm looking forward to next week's like I would say the show is at least doing its job in that fact and making me want to come back each week to right. figure out. Yeah, what's for going sure. On. So they they are doing a good job at least on that front. I just hope that it it actually all leads to something this time and not just another big cliffhanger and we're just like left wondering again. Uh, yeah. And hopefully next episode I'm glad we'll we got see... we got a little bit of um scares in this one because you know like oh, yeah, the we last did. Yeah. half of the sec the first season I feel like. It starts off with the you know a little bit of the scares and like then horror. it like stops for yeah. a while. Um, so it, it was good to have a little bit more. Yeah, have more tension episode. and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, right. I agree. Yeah, exactly. I agree. Um, but that's what we think, y'all, about uh, season two, episode two of From. Uh, let us know what y'all thought. Did y'all think this was a good episode? Do you like the direction the show is headed in? What are your theories that you're that you you possibly formulated off the barely little bit of info that we got uh but we'll also put a poll on our spotify podcast um uh where you can click and let us know what you thought whether the episode was great mid or trash and we'd like to thank you again so much for listening to the entire episode of this podcast we hope you enjoyed it we definitely enjoy you know hanging out with y'all and uh we'll see y'all on the next one this has been in love with horror